Hi, welcome to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, and joining me today is Patrice Henry, who teaches online coaches how to start and scale consistently. Today, we're discussing what mindset you need to start and run your business successfully, how to market yourself online, and how to manage your time as a new business owner. Life is too short. Trying to run a business and balance what you love. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, a former corporate marketing drone and certified life coach turned mompreneur who got fed up with the mom guilt that comes from trying to have the perfect work-life balance. Why can't we have a fit life and a fit business? I'm here to make it easier to be your own boss and enjoy your life. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes. We're going all in with interviews with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, risk takers, coaches, and side hustlers, along with solo episodes with yours truly to provide actionable tools, tactics, processes, and even case studies so you can discover how to create, maintain, and or grow a total fit lifestyle you deserve. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. Welcome to the show, Patrice. Hi, thanks for having me. I am so glad to have you here. Let's just get all into this because I could talk about mindset all day long, but I'm interested to hear your exact formula and processes as to what mindset you need to start and scale a successful online coaching business. So I believe that we have to have what is called the CEO mindset. And with that mindset, it's basically, I'm going to believe in myself. I'm going to go out here. I'm going to do it. I might fall down, but I'm going to get right back up and I'm going to keep doing what I have to do. And basically, once you adapt that mindset, running your business becomes a lot easier. Because one thing that you have to do is believe in yourself. No one's going to spend any money with you, look for you, check with you do anything for you without you actually having that belief in yourself that you can do it. And no one's going to want to pay you thousands of dollars if you don't even believe in yourself. So in this area, you don't want to fake it till you make it. You want to actually be developing and cultivating this mindset consistently. And this is the number one key thing I think you need to run your business. Gotcha. Because I'm all about having the CEO mindset. And I believe in setting up a business like a CEO and not doing all of those things, not doing all those little minute things that keep you bogged down as if you are an employee for your business. But if you are confused or lost as far as where to start in changing your mindset, what are your ideas? What formulas or processes can you use in order to have the right mindset? Honestly, affirmations work very well in having just a really great morning routine and also journaling. So in the mornings when you wake up, just write down and jot down everything that comes to mind. You want your day to start off clear. And that's what it helps you do when you get everything out of your brain. Because I know initially for me, when I started, I would wake up, I'm like, what about content? What about marketing? What about this? What about that? And so I would be like pulling myself a million different ways instead of just concentrating on one thing. So I think affirmations definitely work because you're basically training your brain to be positive and kick all of that negative stuff out. So 
instead of you saying, I don't have time today, it's I'll make time for it today. Just yeah. simple shifts like that. When you're doing these affirmations and you're changing the way that your mind thinks on a daily basis, it's just going to be a no-brainer going forward. You're just going to automatically have that mindset going forward, but it does take time to actually get that mindset going. Yes, I totally agree. Our minds hold so much power. It's crazy what we can accomplish with our minds. Now that we have shifted our mind and we know how to get there, we are saying our affirmations and we are keeping a journal and we're starting out with a morning routine. What next? How do we actually get started and how do we market ourselves as an online coach? I think online marketing is going to be the, the big hitter right now, and technology has shifted the game. So basically, we're not doing any more print ads or newspaper ads, those kind of things. It's all about online marketing and digital marketing. Right. So building that audience via email marketing and social media, like I said, is huge. But also beyond those two, you want to, word of mouth marketing is probably going to be the best uh, marketing tool you could use. Because if you think about it, how many times has someone said, hey, I really like this product or this person, you should check them out. And then you were more willing to check it out because someone you trusted or a family member or friend recommended it to you. Referrals go so far. <laughs> exactly. So that really is one of the heaviest hitters. But next we got our social media and our, our email marketing, but this is a thing that I see on a lot of social media pages. People are hiding behind pretty pictures of maybe a mm. desk or a pillow <laughs> other than their self. No, you are the brand. Get out there and market yourself. People want to know who you are. People want to know who they're buying from, um, and people want to build a relationship with that person. So stop hiding behind pictures. Wow. Yes. So what would you say as far as step by step, like if you want to market yourself online, what do you do? Just open up an account and just say, hey, here, I'm ready. Or what should you do? So in order to market yourself, what you have to do is come up with a marketing strategy. And so when people hear marketing strategy, they immediately go, oh, I don't know. Mm -mm, I'm ready right? for that. <laughs> and actually your strategy doesn't even have to be that advanced. A strategy just means I have a plan of action. So for me, my plan of action during the week is deciding how many times a week I want to post, deciding what those posts actually need to say, and then getting those posts done. So basically, I only do my content once a week, and then it's for that whole week. So once again, you want to decide how many times you want to post, you want to decide what you're going to post, and then you want to create your post. And if you do that, if you pick one day a week to do that, then you mm -hmm. don't have to worry about it for the rest of the week. And right. so the that's overwhelm the of that, right? <laughs> exactly. Because a lot of us have kids, we have jobs. Like even right now, I'm working on my second master's degree. I'm like, I don't have time to do that every single day, like post every day. So I have to actually schedule that stuff once a week and get that stuff done. And you can actually, part of your strategy could be just doing that stuff once a month if you choose. But yeah, it's just about figuring out what strategy you want to use. So that's a good place to start. Gotcha. Now getting a 
even deeper into your business. <laughs> how, how do you, so a lot of people are just like, okay, if I come up with these posts and I do it a week in advance, is it best? Like in everybody, it's different. But for you, has it been best to have the post already and schedule it using a scheduler? Or is it better to just do it daily? How do you do that and then stay on top of responding to people? Because that goes into a whole rabbit hole too. Sure. So I definitely plan my posts through a scheduler. I know that there's Hootsuite later and Buffer, I believe. Yeah. And then there's um, Tailwind and there's yeah. Planoly. Yeah, there's plenty. <laughs> yeah, definitely get one of those and put your content into that. So if I post something, I expect that I have to say something to somebody. I can't just post and think that everybody's just going to come to my yard and I'm not going to go to their yard, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no. When you schedule your post, you can schedule your post at a certain time of day. Mm -hmm. And so the particular time of day I choose, I actually can be available and present 30 minutes before I post and 30 minutes after just for that engagement piece. Right. Another thing you can do is just hang around like I said, 30 minutes after, and then check back in on your post maybe in the afternoon for about 30 minutes. So you shouldn't really be spending more than 45 minutes to an hour on social media a day. And actually, that's a long time. Um, so even if you only had 30 minutes a day, because a lot of business owners complain about time, it would you could do 15 minutes after you post and 15 minutes in the afternoon just to schedule that time in there to reply and engage with people. But engaging with people is probably going to be one of the most important aspects of your business because these are going to be your potential customers eventually. So you definitely want to carve out time to make sure that you're engaging and networking with other people. Yes, I couldn't agree with that anymore because that's really where you make your connections and people grow to know, like, and trust you. So mm -hmm. that is so true. But this is another part because we just kind of talked about that. And sometimes it's just so overwhelming trying to manage all of those things outside of the posting. I'm interested in knowing from our audience, and I'm sure Patricia, you are too, as far as what they're thinking when it comes to being able to manage their time. So this is the portion of the show where it's the interactive segment. So if you're listening in real time, I want you to go to the IG stories on the Total Fit Boss Chick Instagram stories, and we're going to have this poll question posted. Do you ever wonder how to better manage your time in your business? And if you aren't listening in real time, no worries. Check the IG highlights for the responses to the poll questions, and you can still weigh in or see the results from others. So Patrice, give it to us. Let us know step-by-step step how you're managing everything else, not just your posts, but how are you managing your time in your business? Because you've got kids, you've got a husband, you've got a life. How are you doing this? Time blocking is my best friend. <laughs> so I have to time block my schedule. And basically what that means is that you're going into your calendar. And first of all, let me just say this. If it's not on my calendar, then it doesn't exist. So literally, I have time carved out on my calendar for everything that I have to do for that day. And I also include free time, too, because I don't want my day to be just business. I also incorporate free time as well in my time blocking. But for instance, today, like I said, 9 o'clock, I post my social media posts. 9 to 9.30, I'm engaging on my social media. Maybe 10 o'clock, I'm taking a 5 to 10 minute break. Maybe at 
11 o'clock, that's when I'm doing my batch and my content. That's pretty much how I've been managing my time is just making sure to put it on my calendar. And the next thing I've been utilizing too is what's called the Eisenhower matrix. Mm -hmm. And it's um, called the four D's and basically it's do, defer, delegate, and delete. And so do means what are your priority tasks? What do you have to get done? Defer is, okay, I got to get these tasks done, but they're not as important as my priority tasks. Delegate, what can you have someone else do for you? And delete, these for me are my five minutes or less tasks, something I can complete really fast and just get it off of my um, to-do list. But I found that time blocking my schedule and using the Eisenhower matrix have been helping me manage my time as a business owner, mom, student, wife, like it definitely helps me a bunch. That is huge. That is huge. And it's so funny because I'm all about the time blocking and I'm all about the Eisenhower matrix. And I know how powerful it could be because you think about it, you're kind of like, oh, I don't, I don't see how this could be, you know, that helpful. And you just push it off. It's great to hear you say the system works and just stick with it. Stay with the process. Oh yeah, definitely. Yes. So the other part that we want to know outside of you managing your time, we really want to know what additional wisdom you can give to us. So it's funny because when I first started, I was doing um, what I considered life coaching. And Mm -hmm. so I didn't have a niche. I didn't have anything like that. And then I was just like, oh yeah, come to me, men, women, whoever, I'll help anybody. And then I figured out how overwhelming that could be. So my biggest um, piece of advice for anybody listening that's looking to start their online client-based business, I would say that you need to nail down that niche because basically that's going to be your moneymaker. And even with the niche, you don't want to get too far into the weeds with the niche. So I only help this certain person with that because you're limiting the people you can help but you definitely have to be clear about who you do help and how you do that is you need to do some market research you also need to figure out what are your strengths and what are you good at because that's going to be a very important piece basically if you're totally into health and that's your thing well then maybe you need to figure out something in that niche because one, it's something that you enjoy and it's something that you would like to teach other people. It's also a profitable one. So do your market research and see what skills that you have aligned with the niche that you choose. That's really good. See, I was actually going to ask you to go into our mentoring moments, but you gave us more. Of what we- <laughs> so look, I, I'm going to ask, do you have anything else that you... <laughs> So when you think about marketing, people think that is this big elaborate thing and it is, but as long as you have a strategy, it's actually really beneficial for your business. And so when you think about digital marketing, there's different ways that you can touch your target audience. And remember when we're talking about niche, figuring out who that audience is and really doing the research to learn more about this audience will actually ensure the success of your business as far as profits go. Because anytime that we're offering something that people actually need and people actually want to buy, then people are going to actually buy that. 
Um, we see it all the time. As soon as Michael Jordan drops a pair of shoes, er, people are right. lining up <laughs> outside to get shoes. Around okay? the block, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so we want people doing that for our businesses as well. So your digital marketing and your marketing, your online presence, all of that stuff really makes a big difference. And once again, just hitting on branding because it does segue into your digital marketing. You want to make sure that you're representing your way, yourself in a way like I am something that people, my service is what people need to go through, go forward in what they're trying to accomplish. So for me being a business coach, I have to really make sure that I'm marketing myself to those people that are in need of a business coach. And like how many people go on there and say, mm, I think I need a business coach. No, they don't think like that right away. You have to be providing something or showing something that allows them to see that you can help them in some type of way. So for instance, for me, I work with a lot of people who are trying to leave their nine to five. So when I'm marketing, I'm creating materials to pretty much target that particular audience. I'm not targeting everyone because if that's the case, then I could be a life coach who's not helping many people and just taking on whoever and not really making much of an impact. But I think that those things are extremely important. And like I said, figuring out that niche and that target audience is going to be the most important thing you can ever do for anything in your business. Oh yeah, I, I totally agree. How did you find your target audience? So just listing like what my actual skills are, my experience and what I wouldn't mind doing, and then actually conducting market research. You can conduct market research just by going on social media jumping into Facebook groups, asking questions. And even if, not saying that you should just get family member feedback, but you can ask people, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? Or what's stopping you from doing this or that? So then that, those things actually help you too. It helps you with your foundation. And like I said, with your marketing, because you're able to speak to the things that people are actually having problems with. Exactly. Now, it's, I'm always interested to know how people do their market research because everybody has some different technique and there's a lot of the same that's out there, but it is, it, there are some great tools as far as the market research. And I say that because Answer the Public is definitely one that people use. And then just like how you said, using the Facebook and the Facebook groups, it's extremely helpful. But also listening to what people say on your comments and mm. just asking them. So have you had any like success in getting responses back from the people? Like do you ask particular questions in order to do your personal market research or how do you personally do it? So I've used Answer the Public as well, sometimes Cora too. Mm -hmm. And I've also used just getting on Instagram and engaging in some of the stories and the polls and just asking questions on my social media posts. And like I said, jumping into those Facebook groups where I feel like my target audience is. And then that's where I've been able to do a lot of my market research as well as Google Forms, the Google surveys. I think that's what they're called. I'm able to create a form and just send it to people that I feel like are in my target audience and they answer the questions within that form and it gives me a lot of insight about 
what they need and what they're looking for. Gotcha. Okay. There you have it. Okay. We're going to ask you for something at a total different level. We're asking you to give us some more, but we've come to that part of the show where we are really giving back and we go deeper for our audience and we provide a mentoring moment. Now, this is where I fire off some thought-provoking question. It's totally random. (laughs) So (laughs) this is where you were able to give back because what you've gotten and what you've given to us has been wonderful. We're just paying it for just a little bit more. So we want you to share some wisdom with us, Patrice. (laughs) Okay, so how did you know it was time to just get started and stop calculating your risk? Honestly, me starting my business is an interesting story. I do have a toddler. She's almost two. Basically, what really made me want to look into this was I really have bad postpartum anxiety, and but I was forced to go back to work. And so basically, I'm sitting there. I'm worried about her. I'm at work. I'm just drained. I'm like, I need to be at home with my baby. And so I'm like, what can I offer the world? I always knew I wanted to help people and I wanted to do something, but this really catapulted what I wanted to do because I'm like, I don't want to be away from her like this anymore. I want to help other moms that are going through the same thing as well. So that's how I started. So you just decided this is what it is. And I I can't calculate risk anymore because it became personal for you. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. (laughs) Well, that is good. I have another question for you in our mentoring moment section. And it's how do you get yourself back on track once you've been derailed? Honestly, so we've chatted a little bit, but I do have four children. I just want to show them never to give up and keep going after things that you really want. Because the entrepreneurial journey is very, very, you're like (laughs) booming and the next day you're like, bumming right you You go from booming to bumming (laughs) exactly so I think just seeing their faces is I know I can't give up and then also I don't want to give up on myself like this is my dream and there's a reason why I'm on this path and I know this is my purpose so I just remind myself of that and I'm like you can be in a slump for 10 minutes get yourself back up and 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 do what you have to do so gotcha gotcha you just basically Mm -hmm. hey I I have to do it. That's good to know. That's definitely good. Well, Patrice, thank you so much for coming on the show. Let our audience know how they can reach you. Cool. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube under official Patrice Henry. That's where everyone can reach me right now. And thank you so much for the invite. All right. Thank you. As always, thanks for listening. And if you got value out of the show, please show us some love and rate us by going to ratethispodcast.com backslash Total Fit Boss Chick. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. Bye for now.